0: Boy, the fear of failure keeps us in these little, tiny, puny lives. The fear of failure is actually rooted in the fear of rejection. We're afraid if we're not good and successful that we won't be accepted. If I fail my test, if I lose the race, or if I fail in any way that I'm going to be criticized and rejected, I will not be chosen. You know, one of the things that I can remember from my childhood that was ugh, the most gut-wrenching to me, and this really was not even a good way for things to be done, but at the grade school I went to, we had a girls' softball team, and they would have two teams and two captains, and then the captains would stand there and choose out of the players who they wanted. Any of you remember that? Look at that. Wasn't that terrible? Now, if you happen to be the star player, it was a lot of fun. But here's the thing. In a situation like that, I thought about this today. Somebody was always last. I wasn't last, but I was close to it most of the time. And people hate that feeling that nobody wants them. They hate that feeling that they're not the chosen one. But see, if you really know who you are in Christ, you cannot be chosen by the world and still know that you've been chosen by God. Chosen. Beloved. You know, we always talk about all the people that made it. But what about all the people who helped them make it? (laughs) You know, I'm on this platform, but it takes 700 more people that work for us to make this happen. So you see me, but God sees them. Come on. And we've got sound people and helps people. And we have people that come and volunteer at these meetings at their own expense. And they travel from other places and pay to have the opportunity to serve God. (laughs) Let me tell you something. There are a lot of amazing people. In the body of Christ. I mean, people who serve and people who help and people who sacrifice. And let me tell you something, they're just as important as the ones up front. I was thinking about the Olympics today, and you know, we always hear about and for years after cheer for the people that won the gold medal. Well, what about all the other people who ran just as hard as they did? And maybe they didn't get the medal. But they put out the same effort. They put out, they had the same desires. And the world is full of people like that. You know, really, out of all the people in the world, there's only probably relatively few who are the ones that are noticed. But let me tell you something. God notices the people that nobody else notices. And I kind of got a sneaky suspicion he's extremely fond of them. One day I was walking in kind of a a pathy woodsy area. I don't remember exactly where it was now but there was this beautiful these beautiful little flowers that were hidden like behind a rock and in a real out of the way place and and uh, I just said to God, God <laughs> why do you even put something that pretty there and nobody sees it he said, I see it. And see, you may feel like that you're planted on the backside of a rock somewhere. <laughs> and nobody sees you, and you don't understand what your value even is, but God sees you, and if you're alive just for his pleasure, come on, I said, if you're alive just for his pleasure. You know, so many people miss the whole thing because they're wanting somebody in the world to applaud. Well, yeah, I get a lot of that, but I can tell you that doesn't make me any better than anybody else. (laughs) I want you to know tonight that you're valuable, that God loves you more than you could even possibly imagine, that he's not mad at you, that you are pleasing to him, That you don't have to live in fear of not being chosen because you have already been chosen by God most high. (laughs) Amen. Chosen by God. (sighs) Ephesians 1, 4. Even as in his love he chose us, Amplified Bible says, actually picked us out for himself as his own. (laughs) Well, I might have not got picked for the baseball team, but God picked me. And God has picked you. Let me tell you something. You may feel invisible, but you're not. God sees you. He picked us out as his own in Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy, consecrated, set apart for him. (laughs) Blameless in his sight, even above reproach, walking before him in love. John 15, 16 says, you've not chosen me, I've chosen you and I have appointed you and I have planted you that you might go and bear fruit. I love that. Chosen, appointed, planted, and bearing fruit. I want you to go out of this place tonight believing that you're special. And you know, I'm not talking about having a puffed up, haughty, prideful attitude that you're better than everybody else. That's not what I'm talking about at all. The thing the point I'm trying to get across is that we're all equal in Christ. See, we're all one in Him. Our only worth and value is who we are in Christ. And we can trade all insecurity for security in the Lord. We can be like John. I'm the one that Jesus loves. Now, I don't suggest you start going around telling your neighbors that. But you can certainly have a good, healthy conversation between you and God. God, I know you love me, and I'm just so tickled that you love me that I just can't hardly stand it.